0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. It's on to Tampa Bay as the Chiefs fall in week three to the Indianapolis Colts, but now they head towards Tampa as they take on the Bucks in week four on Sunday night football. On Monday, we heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. I don't have any injuries to tell you. I mean, we didn't have any uh, yesterday, so the guys are just coming in now. So listen, uh, I, I would tell you the basically the same thing that I told, mentioned to you yesterday <clears throat> after the game. Uh, we had too many mistakes and didn't give ourselves, um, uh, the opportunity that we needed to, uh, to win. And I always start with myself. I mean, I could have definitely put the guys in a better position, uh, than I did. And I, I think after talking to our players and, uh, you, you got the same feeling from them that, um, you know they they took responsibility where needed and 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 uh, and, and that's kind of how where we're at and I think it's important that that part took place. <clears throat> um, but uh, we all had a piece of this and we need to take care of business and and, and fix the uh, fix the issues so uh, and, and clean it up and that's uh that's what we'll start doing here tomorrow when the players come in. Anyways, with that time, jurors. Well, first, Adam Tysher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy. Um, <clears throat> with regard to the Chris Jones penalty, do you have a better idea of exactly what he said or did and whether that penalty under those circumstances was justified? And Brad, I'll have a second question as well. Yeah, so the officials will file a, a report with the league, from what I understand. We don't necessarily get that report. We get a different report on on the – uh but that one there we don't that's not one that they give to us so we'll talk to the league uh once that's been turned in and and go from there but and see what information we can get um you know i i know talking takes place during games so it was a bit what i mentioned yesterday that there were two guys talking doing the talking and we we uh we got called, so the best advice I can give is don't talk, right? And um, I think Chris mentioned that yesterday too. So, um, but I can't tell you exactly what was said until I see that or see what they say. Okay. And uh, assuming for a minute that uh, Butker is not ready to kick on Sunday in Tampa, will you have a different kicker other than Amendola um, on Sunday night? I can't tell you that right now um, that's uh Brett's mulling through all that and and I'm working through it right now let's go next to Sam McDowell go ahead Sam Andy I'm just wondering if you could assess your run game and um what's been sag- stagnant there yeah so again um I can help out with the different calls. We have a variety of runs, so I can, uh, definitely help out with that. Um, I, I, you know, we can do a better job with, with our, with our front guys. They take great pride and responsibility for that run game. So, um, we, we could do a better job there and, and, um, and the running backs do the same. There's a tremendous amount of pride that goes into that run game and being positive with it and, and then, you know, the, also giving them uh, uh, more opportunities if needed to uh, to do it. So that's, um, you know, that's kind of what we've, we're hashing through. So let's go next to Mick Schaefer. Go ahead, Mick. Hey, Coach, I'm wondering that the Chargers also struggled yesterday after that Thursday night game. There have been some other teams over the years that kind of that, that back end of the Thursday night games. Is there any anything inherent to that to where you have the rush of those two games, and then maybe a, a letdown over that longer layoff that that, that could lead to, to to poorer performances? I guess after after the Thursday night games. Yeah, Mick. You know, I wasn't anticipating that. I, I um, this one was a different one. <laughs> we had we started off with some kind of crazy situations that took place, and and um, you know, and, and so I've got. We've got to learn to grow from this, from some of the things that took place here. And uh, whether it's an old, whether it's young players or old players, we've got to we've got to grow and use it as a learning experience here for us. But um, I haven't correlated that with coming off of Thursday games. Um, I do know what happened yesterday though. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey coach, uh, good afternoon. Understanding that the the offensive play calling is is collaborative. I, I know that we we have known that for a while. I was wondering if you could elaborate on, you know, when it is you when it is EB just how you goes into that decision, whatever you'd be willing to share in that sense. Yeah, so really everybody has their, their area that they contribute to and we go through and stack the plays and work it from there without giving too much there but so we have a pretty good idea what order we're going in. Then we just talk through it. I mean, EB and I talk through it. NAGS does this year, like Mike did last year. Uh, Joe Blaymeyer's part of it. Everybody kind of has their part that they're, uh, that we talk through and make sure that we, we're seeing things right. Um, uh, But listen, inevitably it's, it's my responsibility to, to make sure that the right things get in at the right time, so. Um, and, and that comes strictly onto me, that part. But uh, I, I thought our guys, you know, they, they were the communication was very well and good yesterday. And EB was great with the quarterback uh, on, on the headset and getting things in and that. But we just, we, we can, we got to get the guys into a rhythm. And I didn't think that that took place yesterday. It was it was spurdy at best, and uh, you can't uh, you know that, that you you don't want that. Let's go next to Herbie Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, coach. Good afternoon. Yesterday, after the game, uh, Sky Moore admitted uh, after the muff punt <laughs> so, on the second hit the ground he admitted that it was somewhat lingered in the back of his mind how do you go about rebuilding his confidence and what did you say to him or what did coach tobe say to him uh, during the game to rebuild it yeah um so Sky's a competitive kid and and he's young and so uh some of the things that happened yesterday happened with some young guys and and you've got a um, I've said that from the get go you can have a hiccup here or there and you hope it doesn't happen and you practice it it doesn't happen but sometimes it happens and then it's a you know the the young kids have got to grow and you got to get back on the horse Herbie and uh, yeah, to, to learn and and he did that he he got back on and and did a couple good things in there so but you will know, be better for it down the road. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Coach Sarin. Uh, Coach, I, I know uh, the football's an emotional <laughs> game, right? And, and competitive and guys get worked up and, and, you know, Eric gets worked up. We've seen Travis Kelsey and him hugging on the sidelines and then getting after each other. But when it's the quarterback, is it different when, you know, the, the competition boils over like we saw there at the end of the first half and how uncharacteristic i mean I, seemingly patrick has never had a misstep of any kind out of all the questions he's answered he always seems to to be calm and cool is this the first time you've seen him be that agitated no i that thing i i don't think the camera probably showed the reality is uh um eb was just uh, communicating calm you know saying listen we'll, we'll get at the second half here that's what we're thinking he was explaining the situation to him so patrick listen patrick and this is what makes him great is he wants to rip your heart out on every play and every opportunity he gets so um and um he had taken a pretty good lick um the play before and um and so my decision was to to do that you know to it wasn't eb eb was just a the calming effect there and uh uh but sometimes things look, they look different. I mean, it's a—it's an emotional game. I mean, it's an emotional game. I wouldn't want it any other way. i That's what makes it great. And, and, um, and so, uh, and that's why we all love Pat. He, he wants to, he wants to play. There are guys that will shy away from that right there and, and, and say, Hey, let's just take it in and, and go the other direction. He wants to get in there and, and go. Um, but that's where I come in. I've got to make sure that, um I, I do what I think is best and Pat explained it I thought very well yesterday and let's not change Pat Mahomes man let's not change that or EB for that matter let's not change that those are those are two great men right there let's go next to Matt McMullen Good, Matt Hey, Coach, uh, you mentioned this a bit earlier, but what's it say about your locker room that after a tough loss when it'd be really easy to shift blame, all the guys are putting blame on themselves and uh, not pointing fingers and taking responsibility for what happened? How, how, what's that say about your locker room, and how does it help you move forward? Yeah, listen, I like the locker room. I, I, I've told you that since training camp, right? It's, uh, it's a good bunch, Matt, and, and all you guys have seen it. You've been around it and seen it. Um, that are on this call. So it's uh it's something that you're going to have, you're going to have highs and lows in the game. And now we've got a low here losing in the national football league is a tough thing. So how are we going to handle it? And uh, that's a good start when you can admit a problem. Now the next thing is you got to fix the problem and, and then get, get ourselves ready to go play Tampa Bay. And that's, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to start that, tomorrow and and let's get better and so that's that's our approach got time for a couple more we'll go matt and then aaron go ahead matt hey coach uh you know for rookie receivers like sky i get that every player is different and every situation is different um but where offensively is kind of his development and comfort right now And, and what do you want to see and need to see from him for him to get some more opportunities Yeah, so we actually had some in for him uh, this game, and it didn't didn't work out that way. Uh, We didn't have a ton of first and second down calls, uh, and that we've got to do better with. And and uh, and and so his number didn't get dialed up as much as we wanted. When it did, you know the the defense didn't play it the way uh, where he would be open. So. but it'll, it'll come. I mean, we're we're into game three here now, so it you know, you are through game three. So it's, uh, you know, his time will come. We just will keep working on it. We'll go last to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, Coach, appreciate the time here. Kind of bouncing off what Pete was asking about the offensive collaboration and, and kind of the process there. I heard you say, "Hey, I made the call going into the, in a halftime that we were just gonna." run the ball and get out of there. You talked in the past about numbers and the numbers guys being on the headset as well in analytics. How do you make the decision between this is what the numbers say and, and no, I'm just going to bail out and go with my gut. Is it just Pat getting hit or, or what kind of makes the decision there? Yeah, it was what I saw. And so what I felt, I mean, normally that's not, again, the direction that, that you go, but um, that's the direction I chose to go this time. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right.